So you want to know how we brought you this podcast? It was brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Totally free. There's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. I mean, they'll take care of all the work for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means nobody could listen to your podcast. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one. So go ahead and download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. episode of unscripted i'm your host glenn p today i brought on a special guest his name is jeremiah b he is the dating guru or the black dr phil <laughs> let's get right into it uh we're talk about single people and how they're staying busy during quarantine um me personally i am doing school i'm taking classes through lumerit um i'm trying to stay busy with furthering my education uh, I do watch a little bit of Netflix. I do play a little bit of video games, but I am one of the fortunate people that are still working. So for me, I'm able to do these things in small incremental um, doses. So that way I'm not losing my mind. What about you, Jeremiah? Um, there's little things that I'm doing here and there. I think one of the things that I'm doing mostly is, I will admit Netflix. I mean, who's not doing that right now? Um, that's just it, bullshit. It's a waste of time. Wait a minute. Hold on there. Wait a minute. This, how is that a waste of time? Look, in this world that we're living in right now, it is basically turned upside down. It's bizarro, okay? Because we have to be able to kind of like, like entertain fantasy football ourselves. league? <laughs> that too. We do have a fantasy football league named that. But I think it's because, you know, everything is different. So we got to be able to, you know, kind of, Keep our minds off of that. And what better way to do that than to veg out on some Netflix on the couch? Um, a few shows that I'm watching, um, you know, if, if people are interested, of course, because everyone's looking for new shows on Netflix. Is uh, You know, obviously everyone's seen Tiger King. Tiger King! Tiger King! Okay, blend with the, with the announcement there. All right, all right. Hope you make it, Joe. Um, <laughs> one Another show that I'm watching, obviously, is All American. Um, one of the best Best shows that, you know, you can watch. A lot of people call it a male soap opera. You know, it's really good. So what's your take from All-American? I know there's a lot of different things that are going on within that show. It shows you uh, two different lifestyles, of course. Um, it shows you how a player goes from the inner city to Beverly Hills and how all these different dynamics uh, happen within right. the show. Um I only finished the first season, so I didn't even get a chance to get into the second season. But it just had such an impact on me in terms of how this is like everyday life for some people. And obviously, in this case, this guy had to be very talented, but he had to also endure a, two different worlds. Like he struggled with being yeah. in the rich and famous 
um, lifestyle as well as being home and trying to help his community. So what was your take on the show? And what did you, did you gain anything from it? Cause I know we watching all these, these shows and I just want to understand like, what are we taking away from it? So what are you taking away from this show? Um, well, I definitely want to get into that. Um, as far as let, let's, for the people that maybe haven't watched it, I'll give you guys a short synopsis on kind of what it is. So all American follows the life of a star athlete, um, you know, that's in high school, basically. He's trying to find his way. You know, stuff has happened to him. Um, my take on the show, it's it's literally one of the best shows I, I've seen in a long time. Um, mainly, I like the way that it interconnects family and it interconnects relationships. I think that's one of its main points. And that's why that why people say that, you know, it reminds them of the soap opera because of that. Um, but it does it in a way that keeps you focused Probably because at moments it, it plays off of, you know, the subtleness and then the intensity of the characters. And they're always going through something crazy. Um, I think like almost there's so many life lessons, you know, they, they deal with drugs, abuse, gang violence, you know, injury, like everything that you can think of. It's it's dealt with in that show. Um, and, I you know, I like the actors that are in there. Um, you know, I, I'm a Tay Diggs fan. I, I think he's cool. Um, you know, he's a cool little actor, you know, Ezra. Um, I forgot the guy's name. That's his name in real life that plays the main lead. Um, the dude's great. Um, I think he really conveys his emotion. The one thing, though, is I'll say is I think they made his character uh, a little unbelievable at times because just how he goes about stuff. Like, he's just fearless to the point where he just feels he can walk into any situation and not get shot or not get hurt or anything, you know? Like, there's certain situations, especially him growing up in the hood, because obviously it, it focuses on the hood and off the, off the rich life. Mm-hmm. So obviously him growing up in the hood, he, you know, he may be a little more accustomed to that type of, you know, the way he communicates and talks and stuff like that. But I think they play off that a little too much. So I think if they maybe dialed that down a little bit, because it is based off of someone's real life or loosely based, you know, inspired by how they try to use in Hollywood and things like that. But it's definitely taught me uh, 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 lessons about, you know, never giving up, um, you know, the importance of, having that relationship with your dad because it plays off of that too. Um, you know, cause sometimes me and my dad, you know, we, we haven't had the greatest relationship, but it, there's really good elements in it. There's really good elements in it. What do you think? Cause I think you should need, I think you need to watch season two. Yeah. I, I I'm going to get around to it. I mean, yeah. I'm not, I'm not just going to sit here and, and just binge watch, um, Netflix. I, I, I'm just going to try to out. use my time wisely. You're missing out. <laughs> I don't think I'm missing out, but for all you people that don't know, I mean, maybe people know at this point, but All American is based on is loosely based on the true story of uh, Spencer Pacinger, which was a um, linebacker in the NFL for the New York Giants. He actually won the Super Bowl in 2011. Um, just in case, a little FYI, he actually did mention that they did add some things um, such as Coop. Um, that's not a real. It's not real person that he dealt with growing up but it was another person was his friend so it wasn't a female it was actually a male um just stuff like that so they added a lot of fluff a lot of hollywood effects um, to kind of make the show um what it is which i i think is fine i mean it doesn't have to be like super hardcore like a like autobiography or anything like that yeah. but i mean mm-hmm. the show is great you know i think yeah, adding is. that stuff is cool you you kind of get the the basis of what is intended for mm-hmm. is intended for him. He's trying to live his dream to get to the NFL, and he actually does that in real life. So, I mean, I think the show's great. Uh, well, I haven't seen season two, but yeah. I plan on at some point getting around to season two. 
Okay, well, you sure said some knowledge on it. I didn't even know the guys, you know, like who was actually based on because I never actually like looked it up on Wikipedia or something like that. But that's cool. That's cool. That's you know that they that they um that they're making it about his life. I mean, for a while it was like the number one show on Netflix, so it's 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 uh, it's a pretty good show. You know um, another show that's actually pretty popular right now. What's that? It's it's actually more of a sitcom. It's The Big Show. The former wrestler, he has his own little show. Oh, I didn't even know he had his own show. The Big Show. What's that one about? It's just for the people that don't like know. A, he's just like a family man, just a family little family sitcom. He has three girls. Yeah. Um, he was previously married, and he has an older daughter that finally moves in. Mm-hmm. Um, they set the scene in Tampa. You know, it's just a different from her living in Brussels. So it's kind of like that play mm-hmm. on like having a new person kind of move into an existing family and they're kind of trying to merge the two families together in a sense. Um, it's a pretty cool uh, uh, sitcom if you want to check it out if you're into those type of things. I There's something a little PG. Okay. I'll, I'll have to check that one out. Big Show. I like Big Show. Um, yeah. Um, as far as shows go, um, well, if you're into like kind of like shows that center around drugs, I'm, I'm watching Ozark right now. It's actually... Uh, another show that's top on Netflix at the moment. It's kind of like a Breaking Bad. It's a mix between, you know, a, a Breaking Bad. Um, I can't think of another show, but it's it's like that. It centers around a family whose kind of life is turned upside down when they kind of get in the drug game um, and, and deals with, you know, uh, you know, investing, you know, money, scandals, stuff like that. So if you're into that sort of thing where, you know, you never know what's going to happen next in the show and, and surprises happen, then uh, it's definitely a show for you. So, okay, so I know we cover Netflix. What mm-hmm. are some other things, you know, are you doing to uh, on your time? Because I think you're, you're, you're working from home, right? So I know right. you still have to, you have your obligations through uh, through work. But what yeah. are some other things you're doing? Are you, like, reading any books? Are you spending time on social media? I, I am. Mean, I am. Um, um, I'm reading, I, I'm, I like books. I, I'm reading books. Um there are there are a few books that I've picked up um, here and there. You know, it takes a while to, for me to kind of get through a book uh, fully. Um, but I am reading not only uh, printed books, but also articles and things online uh, just about self-help and improvement. Um, you know, uh, what, what, what's that book I always want? I always reference. Um, what is it? Rich Man. Why can't I never? I can't remember. But um that's Maybe a, you need to read it. Yeah, I know. I need to read it. <laughs> but I can never remember the names when I'm on the spot. Um, but that's a great book. Yeah. Um, Richest Man in Babylon. Okay. That's a good book um, to be able to check out. Um, Think and Grow Rich. That's another good one um, that I've picked up. I dibbled and dabbled in there uh, a little bit. Um, I also read some articles as well by Jordan Peterson. He's an online personality. He deals with a lot of relationships and interdynamics between people. Um, he's another good one uh, that people can be interested in. And I think also books about now. Um, there's a controversial book. Well, I think mean, it's not necessarily controversial, but there's an author who, who wrote a lot about kind of what's going on right now. Um, Atlas Shrugged. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that book before. Atlas Shrugged was written by Ayn Rand. It's kind of like the fall of like the economics in America, you know, the economic collapse. It basically kind of says there's going to come a point in time where things, everything is going to be influenced by man and like prices are going to spike. The stock market is going to fall um, kind of like end times things uh, in there. And it's a great book because it basically kind of says that, you know, the price of food will go up, gas will go down 
you know, and, and it relates to kind of what's going on today. So if people are into like kind of like, you know, conspiracy a little bit, you know, they can kind of dwell into that a little bit. And so these are all books you're reading? Because only only books I'm reading, honestly, I'll, yeah. I'll be totally honest with you. The only books I'm reading is school books. The school books? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's the only thing I read. I'll be yeah. I'll be flat out honest. Um, well, I, will, I mean, the, there's not a better time to read. I know, right? <laughs> you got all the time in the world to you read. Have all, look, there's no excuses. Just like there's no excuses for not doing the chores, there's no excuse, <laughs> no excuses for not reading those books. So, um, are, are you listening to music? Do you do anything like that? Or, I mean, we're just trying to help people out that are that are single, that are trying to just get through the day, that they kind of fill up the day, the day and to do something that's positive and, and stay inside for the most part. Cause I know people yeah. out are walking and they're mm-hmm. exercising. I see dumb shit like people exercise in the middle of the fucking street. And I do not understand that shit. Who the fuck lift weights in the fucking street? I have never seen that. Somebody lifting weights in their own street. Maybe, yes. if I, maybe if I was in like my apartment complex or I was in like a place that I knew, maybe. But in no, the middle of a, that like shit's a, stupid. Like a four lane street. That just, shit's stupid. Uh, side street. But that shit's still stupid. Who okay, gets out with the, the 20? Okay. No, I'm in the middle of the street. Okay, but who just. A, street's no, a street. No. Yeah. Right. But who gets <laughs> in the middle of the fucking street with their 20 pound dumbbells and just lift fucking weights? That's. Somebody Showing who's probably off? trying to make a video on Instagram or something. Trying to no, this is him viral. Just, That's the know. only way that I would see it. No, it's just Ooh, look, look at me lift this dumbbell while I dodge this oncoming car. <laughs> I don't know. Single people do shit like that. Yes, <laughs> single they do people because we're addicted to social media and you know want to do crazy stuff like that. Jeremiah, you, you're not lifting weights in the middle. Of the no, street, I'm not you? lifting weights in the middle of the street. No, I can't even remember the last time a no a are dumbbell you, was in by my sitting. No, are you listening to sad R and B songs? No. No. I'm not listening to sad R&B songs. You not but, listening to Drake Tootsie Slot? But no, I'm not listening. to... <laughs> what has left foot? Oh, anyways, <laughs> I well, at least no, you heard it. But <laughs> it come on that fact. If like for an example, a lot of people are using this time, and we can kind of go into this of like listening to concerts online. So what do I mean by that? Like people are taking Instagram, like for an example, and having a DJ in the back. They're having birthday parties, like Quavo. Just the name. If you guys know who Quavo is, he's part of the Migos. He had a whole birthday party on Instagram. Him and his family, they had a they had a disco ball, they had everything party, confetti, you know, had interaction on the screen like it hey, was like a whole virtual. Didn't Shaq do that too? Yeah, like, like Shaq, he had that with his sons, like him and his sons were like singing on there. Like they have a lot of different things that people are doing. These hey. celebrities are taking this time to When you going to have your party? You going to do some shit on TikTok too? No, you will not catch me. <laughs> we could get into TikTok, but I I can't get into it, man. I don't know. If no, you you missed a party be... man over here. This is Mr. No. So right now we would we with the Mr. Vegas, Mr. The he's the the guy, the epitome of partying. He likes to go out every weekend, party. So I know this is well, killing him being in quarantine. You used to right go out now. with me those weekends I first moved here. Yes, he was out there too. <laughs> I sure was. I, I was like yes, eight years was. ago. <laughs> yes, he was living his best life. But as far as Vegas goes, yeah, I was there. I was there on New Year's. It was great. Um, Vegas is fun but as far as like what people can do social media is a great tool for people to not be bored it really is because it's entertaining like it you know social media was cool like people post pictures people post little videos they post posts but now people are doing all kinds of stuff to be able to entertain people now so so what social media accounts are you paying attention to like what's your favorite one like are you just on because I know you're on Facebook Instagram Snapchat are those like your three? Well, my favorite one that I interact with the most is uh, is Facebook. Um, Facebook is the one that I'm on 
probably the most. Um, just looking at people's posts and stories and stuff. I like to watch people's stories. Nigga, I send you a message. You never reply. Because <laughs> you always send me the same thing. Whoa, what's up? No. <laughs> but, yes, Facebook is where it's at. Um, Instagram, too. Just, I think, probably because of, you know, what we just talked about with the live thing. Um, but, yeah, if people want to be entertained, that's that's the place to go. I would stick to Facebook. But it goes with the age range because the younger generation is probably going to be on Snapchat. Like, you know, what's the generation that's after us? Generation Y? Isn't it Generation Y? I don't know. I thought it was I think X, so. Generation yeah. Y. No, X is the one before us. Um, so Generation Y, they're the ones that are probably going to be on Snapchat um, and things like that. Oh, yes. So I did want to recommend, since we're on that subject of Instagram, um, so a few people that people can check out is obviously Boosie, short for Boosie Badass. He has one of the best lives on Instagram. Now, obviously, he shows a lot of people having a good time. You know, maybe a twerk might be in here and there. You know, maybe he might be smoking nefarious things. But he's very entertaining, and he has a good personality. Another person on that tip that you can also check out is Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez probably has the most wild Instagram story or Instagram live that you probably have ever seen. What about Michael Bloxon with his Titty Tuesday? I have never seen Michael Blackson with this titty. T- you want to explain what Titty Tuesdays is? Have you ever seen it before? Or have you heard of You heard about it. I heard about okay, it. Okay, you heard about Titty. Okay. Is that like exactly how it's described? <laughs> is it like it's girls in bikinis and they're like showing their cleavage? It's a, or? it's a random chick that he meets or just wants to be on his live yeah. that every Tuesday. It's Titty Tuesday. Oh, my gosh. Some of them are attractive. Some of them are not. Wow. <laughs> that is... I'm going to have to check that out when I get really bored. That might be the go-to. <laughs> um, I don't want to say, I don't, I don't know. Maybe this might get me in trouble. I don't know. But <laughs> Are you sure you want to say that? Are you absolutely sure? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. But you remember the girl that was on Dr. Phil, the Cash Me Outside girl? Yes. Bad Baby I mean, is what her name is on Instagram. I used to, you well aware of it because I know I, I am, see yeah. her live videos too. Uh-huh. And the reason why I would say because she's still underage. I think she's like 16 still. but 17. She's still underage is what I'm saying. Yeah, she is but, still underage. Know, she's always on live, though. It seems like she's always on there. Yes, she is. <laughs> she's acting a fool. She is. Yeah, Her and crazy. NBA young boy are both two peas in the pod. <laughs> that boy is crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. so there's there's a lot of people. Um, as far as music goes, people are doing concerts. DJ, DJ is it D-Nice? I think it's D-Nice. He plays a lot of like old kind of old school hits. So if you're into like 70s, 80s music, 90s music, R&B, that's your that's your main stay to go to. Check out his page. I mean, Diddy was on there dancing with his son for like 48 hours, it seemed like. And they was just dancing just to fundraise money. Um, so, you know, he does a lot of lives, too. Shaq does a lot of lives, him and his sons. Like he had a, he had a whole concert for his son and his son was just like singing five R&B songs. So those are some good channels to check out, man. So what's your opinion on social media? I know we, we had like a good little couple minutes of just right. back and forth of different okay. like Instagram lives and stuff like that. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, but what's your like opinion on like social media? Um, social media is a tool that we almost that we that pretty much everyone must use. I feel like you know everyone? social media. Yes, social media is something that. Everyone, I think, must use to be able to, um, you know, function and, and be 
connected with their families because not everyone's close to their family. So you can use it. It's the way that you use it. There's a girl that I know that she, her and her dude swore not to use social media because it came in the way of their relationship. Like they was checking each other's DMs. They was checking who they were messaging. You know, it, it was a detriment to the relationship. So they stopped using it. Um, there's other people there that they have their whole businesses online. Like as far as like products that they sell, you know, the, the Instagram models, you know, they sell those products on there and those products are what help grow their page and, and get them paid. But what's, so, your, what's your overall pain? Do you, do you, like I like I like I grew up with social media. I grew up on the internet, you know. So I I like social media. It can get a little out of control. Yeah, with you, used it. You grew up it's, on the internet. It's, it, I did. When? What do you mean? Because you you're a little older than me, so internet was I just barely around when we were yeah, little. Internet was probably around you know late nineties. Yeah, when around. that shit was slow, you had AOL. I was there, was the... and I was on it. Yes, <laughs> you was I was the... on there. Yes, were I was on, on the dial-up chat rooms. You was on the team chat rooms. Man, What's your I was, ASL? <laughs> I was on AIM. My, my mom was so we was broke, so we had AIM. We had CompuServe. It was this old little ghetto messenger sort of thing. It was crazy. Yeah, so I was on there during those days. I was around when Facebook first started. I was in college, right. and you know you could only have a school email. To get on there, right. I was around during those days. Um, yeah, so I've been on there since it basically got popular. I would have had you on my MySpace top ten, Glenn. I would have had you on there. Yes. <laughs> I know Tom was already there. <laughs> it's you know what you know what we talk about that is crazy because um, you know Tom off of MySpace had an opportunity to to sell to Facebook and he chose not to. I wonder where Tom at now. I think Tom's dead. Just saying, I think he's dead. I don't know if Tom's dead or not. I'm not that man's keeper. I have no idea what happened to Tom. All I know is if he's not dead, he's probably the richest man. Not the richest man. No, he's, he's probably, not because he's, he shut up. He had his opportunity. And my and my space is flopped. Nobody even goes on MySpace. You had a ten year old. Well, you gotta remember though, MySpace had a had a long run. MySpace did have a long run. Yes, and it, and just, it was the number one you know social site for a while for like you know a good five years. You're right. I mean, but it slowly started to climb as Facebook started to grow. I guess yeah. what I'm saying is, you know, you have WhatsApp, and I know it's owned by okay. Facebook now, but if you know the guy that created it, he actually tried to get a job with Facebook, and they denied him. So he actually was like, well, fuck you. I created my own shit. And then you know what? The job that he wanted, they actually paid him at least 20 times more than that. He sold WhatsApp app for like two, almost a billion dollars or whatever okay, to yeah. Facebook. Right. So, I mean, it's just one of those things I think, you know, my space, my, my whole opinion on it is I think it's a great tool. Yeah. I, I'm on various, uh, social media accounts and whatnot. Um, I'm, oh, yes, he is still alive. He's 49 years old. Tom oh, on crap. He's still alive, he Glenn. He's still alive. I think you should take that back when you call him dead, though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the terms of social media, that dude is dead. He's gone. Okay, that, no that yes, he's, he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> and Tom, if you listen to this, don't sue me. Um, <laughs> but uh, social media is a great tool. I mean, and we're all on it. We, it's kind of how we all stay connected. Um, it's kind of one of those things where we can't run from it, can't avoid it. Right. It was At first, it was kind of one of those things that it – probably didn't really matter not everybody had it the few people that did have internet and access to it you called them privilege 
But now everybody have it. Even the broke ass people that's in Section Eight have internet now. I mean, come on. I mean, everybody has everybody in the world, it. not just the broke ass people in the U.S. The broke ass people <laughs> everywhere you know, else in the third world, second world countries <laughs> still got it too. So, and if you use it right, you can make a lot of money. So yeah. if you use the different social media platforms, you you can I, make obviously money. I'm looking at the positives of it, but you know what a lot of people, what we just talked about, those are the positives of it, making money. So then, what are the connections? I was gonna let you segment into that, Glenn. What are the negatives? Because you seem like the way you let into that, like you, you you think it's like the devil or something. So, what are some negatives that you could throw into the conversation about social media? Well, sure. I mean, you post the wrong pictures, you can get flagged, you can go to jail. Yeah. A lot of people get busted for you doing can get extorted shit on, too. Technically, <laughs> a lot of people do stupid shit on social media. Yes. Like, oh, I robbed the store two days ago, and right. I got all this money, and I just posted all my guns mm-hmm. and my money. So, I mean, you can use. It has happened, and also uh, there was a rapper that recently got killed. I forgot what his name was. He because he because his address got posted on. Like he was making a video, and he had a piece of luggage with his address on it, and the killers used that address to go kill him. Because he, he had that on the social media. Yeah. Damn, you just brought the whole mood down of the podcast. No, I'm just I'm playing off your example. <laughs> I no. Know. I'm really just But no, those are, those are the, some of the dangers. You got to always be aware of what you're doing. Hey, always got to be aware of what you post on social media. Um, yes. By the way, I do have a, uh Instagram account for unscripted, unscripted underscore Phoenix. Um, just check it out. Uh, at me. Um, Jeremiah, you got anything? Um, as far as just my social media pages. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as far as my, uh, usually I'm on Facebook. Um, I'll give you my Instagram handle first. It's, uh, you 23. Obviously I need to spell that. So it's Y I R M E Y A H U two, three. Um, I'm usually on there checking my messages. So if you guys want to shoot me a message, my email is Jeremiah, um, 2305 at gmail.com. My first name is spelled J-E-R-E-M-I-A-H. So that's my email. All right, guys. Uh, coming up next, we're going to further along this. Um, our next topic, we're going to be talking about um, dating. Um, and we have the uh, dating guru here, Jeremiah B. And we're back with our guest, Jeremiah. Uh, we're going to continue into this and we're going to dive a little bit deeper into um how's the quarantine affecting single people and dating um jeremiah what's going on everybody uh my name is jeremiah like glenn said um basically on my social media pages i specialize in dating advice uh, dating strategies to be able to develop like healthy relationships with people and i think right now that kind of plays into everything that's been going on because people need healthy relationships um, with uh, all the different, you know, things that's going on with the pandemic. So I hope that I can bring, you know, share some of my thoughts, Glenn, on, uh, you know, just whatever it is we want to get into when it comes to, you know, speaking about how people can stay safe, you know, uh, different ways that people can meet people, stuff like that. So, so dating expert, I got a question for you. <laughs> so how do a person actually date during coronavirus? Good question. So how can somebody date during coronavirus? So obviously people use online dating. That's going to be the number one thing that people use because of the whole social distancing. So it's going to be a little bit difficult to be getting someone in person the very first time that you start communicating with them. So for an example, the most popular, probably most popular app right now is Tinder. Tinder and probably Snapchat when it comes to meeting people or communicating with people. 
that you've just met because those are the two things that you know probably have the most traffic so for an example let's say you're using tinder for the fellas out there or for the ladies you're having a good conversation with that person you're connecting you're sending messages back and forth there's good communication there's there's a connection then you get to the part where it's maybe day two or day three you want to be able to see that person you want to be able to develop a personal connection with them yeah right? what if i just want to get important. some buns well obviously that's what that app is for it's about getting some you know getting some tail um that's the difficult part because i think it's based upon the person that you're communicating with um how is that person going to be able to receive you if you throw that idea out there now there may be some girls out there or some guys out there that basically say hey i'm down with it i think that you're cool as long as we stay safe you know you come over in your hazmat suit and whatever get it on hey if that's what your forte is that's what you got to do but i think it depends on the person um you could probably have the best game in the world or you could talk whatever you want to talk but especially during this time if that person's not going to feel safe with only their family there only their kids there at the house they ain't going to want you coming over to their place and ruining their spot by bringing that COVID over there so you got to be you got to be reminiscent you got to be cognizant of that um so it's tough it, it's it's something where obviously i can give them tools and tricks to be able to give them um different things that they can they, they can talk about to get build that connection with the person but it's going to take some time because especially during this we don't know exactly when this is going to end could be two weeks or two months three months four months so let me ask yeah. you this i and you went very in depth into i know the apps and everything so, okay but um yeah, I know you mentioned something about game. What is game? What is game? So game, as is defined online and probably as is defined in the whole manosphere. What, game recognized game? Game recognized game. I, th I feel like almost every person probably knows what game is. Game is literally just how you, it's really what's called social dynamics. What's social dynamics? It's the way that different people communicate. To be able to get to a goal, usually when it comes to sleeping with that person or developing a relationship with that person, it's the way that you're communicating, not only with your physical, but your body language as well. So what are you doing to be able to improve yourself to get that person? So that's kind of what game is. So especially during this time, your game has to be from a three. It's got to be a 10. It really does. Because if you're going to get that girl on Tinder in your hazmat suit again, you got to be, like, extraordinary. You have to basically kind of bypass her logical brain because her logical brain is telling her to stay away from everybody and anybody in social distance like the government said. <laughs> so you kind of have to bypass that. And that's what you can kind of teach the guys, I guess, right now if they wanted to learn. I think now's the best time to learn because a lot of game – was codified it's written down in books um you can watch videos and stuff but the most invaluable information you're going to learn is from books so let me ask you this i know you talked about game and i know right. you for the listeners and for the people who listen to this podcast that maybe don't know how to like approach that person i know it's online but they don't maybe right. don't know the right things to say okay can you give like a couple lines or like a couple like phrases or something that you use to uh break the ice like an icebreaker yeah well icebreaker usually consists of something that's going to grab somebody's attention so there's two ways that you can open somebody there's a called and, and 
there's called a direct opener and there's called an indirect opener. A direct opener is someone that something along the lines that goes with, Hey, I think you're cute. You know, why don't you come hang out with me and my friends, chill, play some pool or whatever. You go straight up to that. That's the very first thing that you say. Now, how high of success rate is that? If you're probably not so good looking on the spectrum, then it might backfire on you. But if you go in there, the fact that you maybe recognize something indirectly, like, oh, you guys are playing pool. That's cool. Um, you know, who stripes, who solids? Pretty much. That's indirect because you're not necessarily directly stating what you want, but you're using that time to be able to kind of build up to show them what it is you want. Because usually within the first five minutes, that person's kind of going to want to know what your intentions are. Like, why are you here? Why did you bother us when we're out drinking with our friends or whatever? You know, what, what, is it, what, is, what is it that you're after? I think every person, when they meet somebody, especially something that they're going to be romantically interested in, that's the first thing that they should do is go over that in their head. And especially women probably do that. So my, my advice and probably what I would do, <clears throat> probably not right now, but, you know, what I would do if I was in that situation is I would go indirect because indirect, I find, is the best approach that you can take to somebody. Um, a celebrity can probably take the approach of a direct because a celebrity has the fame behind them. They're usually not going to get, you know, what are you doing here, man? What do you want? Because they're a celebrity. They have that fame. Even if they were famous 10 years ago, let's take Polly Shore for an example. Even though Polly Shore was labeled as a sleazeball, if he still went up to a girl and she knew who he was, he would still bypass any sort of reservations that she had about him just because that's his name and he's famous and he's been in movies or whatever. Um, but he's not a particularly good looking guy. That's why I'm saying. So most guys, if they don't have that, if they're not six, two and work out in the gym and, you know, look like, I don't know, somebody famous, you know, just whatever girls like Denzel watch. I don't know if they don't look like those guys, they can, you know, develop that, those strategies in game and use that approach mechanism to be able to kind of disarm that. That's another kind of term that they use. I got a lot of questions for you. Okay, you got a lot of questions. A lot let's, of let's, questions. Let's, let's, let's follow this so up. Let me, okay, here we go. So let me ask you this. Is yeah. it appropriate to slide in somebody's DMs, especially during quarantine? Oh, okay. <laughs> now we're getting into the juicy stuff. So you want to slide in somebody's DMs, especially during quarantine. So there's actually a lot of posts that I see on Facebook, Glenn, especially when it comes to that, about this. Um, girls are open to it right now. This is the one time... That I've probably seen that girls welcome men into their probably their DMs because they're not they can't go out even though they're talking to them online they can't go out and meet men anymore so they're open to guys still approaching them but you have to be able to do it correctly you can't go up there you know oh you're so beautiful oh I want your phone number because it's not gonna work because she doesn't know you especially if she hasn't met you before so yes, I would say right now it's probably appropriate to be able to go in, in the DMs. And so, what's your first line in the DMs? Well, if I do a slide in there, it's usually like something. For an example, stories, Facebook stories, or Snapchat stories, something that has to do with something that appears in their stories would be something. So, you know, I could reference something that you know maybe funny that happened in you know the story that she just posted. Or what you could do is you could reference the Facebook post that she just Are made. Are you stalking their page, bro? No, this is something that's easy. Like, people post public. Like, for example, if you add somebody on Snapchat, you basically have access to their page. So it's not necessarily stalking because everyone watches everyone's stories. 
it's just that you're using that as a as like kind of like a pull to be able to kind of like you know get their attention because that's that's basically what it what when you first talk to that person it's the guy or a girl you got to be able to grab their attention that's first and foremost man you just said guy or girl like there was a third no, option because <laughs> women could be listening to this either not i'm not saying for me just in general women could be listening to this too you have to get their attention no, I understand that. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I don't sweat in the hot tub. Don't be getting me caught up on this podcast. Because <laughs> you half in and half out. <laughs> yeah, half in, half out. Straddling the fence. So what about the person that's straddling the fence? So what is the person that's uh, they're not quite single, but then they're not like in a committed relationship? What, what advice do you have for them since you're the expert? What advice that I have for them when it comes to maybe meeting someone online or using a direct message to be able to get to them? Is that what you're, is that what you're asking when it comes to that? Well, I'm just saying the person that's, that's on the fence, that's, you know, they're this sounds somewhat like it's single. This a, a personal to you, but okay. So <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Anyways, let's just, so you asked about someone that's on the fence. Right. So someone that does not know, um, I would say someone that does not know, they got to be comfortable with the consequences. I think that's it. They have to be comfortable. Let's say that they were talking to somebody new. They develop a chemistry with that person. Um, they got to be comfortable. Like if it doesn't work out or if that person knows somebody else, they have to be, they're taking a risk. They have to be comfortable with taking that risk. Um, I would say that the strategies don't change though, no matter if it's someone where that's someone new or someone that you know, I think the strategies stay the same, especially when you're talking to them. So here's the thing. I, maybe you don't know. Um, obviously, during quarantine, um, divorce rates have went up 50%. Um, there's people that are not married but cohabitating. Those numbers are gone up in terms of relationships that are afraid. I mean, they're, right. they're living together still because they maybe don't have another choice right now. So... That's what I mean. They're on the fence. Like, they're kind of half in, kind of half out. They're not sure if they should, okay. you know, work the situation okay. out or should I just slide in the DMs? Like, you know, you, you don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. So you're so. Okay. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to, like, kind of formulate this. So, I think I stumped the guru. <laughs> no, you didn't necessarily stump me. It's just a good question, because are you saying that they previously knew this person and they don't know how to reconnect with them? Like, for an example, like someone that you previously knew. Or had a relationship with in your past? No, Negro. If you in the house with somebody for like twenty hours a day and you only outside for four, I mean, over time, I mean, you just get frustrated. You know, you're you in the house with somebody else, and it's like, you know, okay. there's only so much you can take of that person. So there's, and I think a lot of times, I mean, even the best couples that typically get along, they usually have that break where they go to work, they're around the people, they come home. They have something to talk about. But when you don't have that no longer, that dynamic no longer, things are cool because, like, oh, they're home. They're home all the time. Right. And then it's like, fuck, you're fucking home all the time. This is annoying. I need my own space. So what do you have for them, guru? Well, I mean, when it comes to that, that's just because, you know, you're around that person for more hours of the day. So you're getting their full personality. It's almost like being married to that person a little bit. Because you guys are both in the sharing the same space or living together. You're both sharing the same space for double the time that you're normally seeing each other. So you're used to that time where you're seeing each other half of that time and you're develop you're you know, you're developing a relationship with your friends or you're going out or you're doing whatever. 
So yes, you want to see them, but you don't have, you know, basically what you're saying is you no longer have that anticipation of me, of wanting to spend time with that person because you're seeing them 24, you're seeing them 24 seven. Yeah. You don't get so, a chance to miss that person at yeah, all. You, you know, don't, you don't get a, you, I think everybody, whether they're dating or they have a mm-hmm. significant other or whatever, I think everybody kind of needs that, that break. So I guess what I'm asking is how do you, how do you get that break during this quarantine? Like, how do you kind of say, Hey, I want to do this over here. We should, you know, basically take our own separate time and then we should have our time together. How do you make that work when you're in quarantine? Or do you just say, well, fuck it. I'm just going to go do my own thing. Like, what do you do? Well, one thing you get a pet. Jeremiah, you got a pet? No, I do not have a pet myself, but the pet, you can do a lot of things with the pet right now because you can take them to the park. You can you can walk him. You can go outside. You can play games with them. We supposed to be quarantined, so you can't go to the no, park. No, you can. People still take their pets to the park. No, nope, they they've actually started. Actually, honestly, here in Arizona, they have actually started closing down a lot of the parks in the nice neighborhoods. Though I might add, like Goodyear, Queen Creek, they have actually started roping off a lot of the parks so that people don't go to them. So you have a lot of people just walk up and down the street and they walk their dogs that way, but they actually limit it. Um, parks. Well, I heard that they closed off the parks to basically use it for, you know, activities such as like barbecuing, you know, using the slides, using the swings, you know, using, you know, volleyball, racquetball, things such as like activities. But as far as like walking dogs, I heard that the parks were still open for that, even if they're like taped off on some areas. Because I know I still see on people's pages and, and some social media, um, yeah that uh, people, you know, still use that time to be able to have it. Um, But as far as like how people can do it, I think that like both people just need to kind of have time. You know, they just need to have their own time to themselves. That's kind of what I'm saying is every, each person, you have to be creative. This is the time for, you know, creativity. Um, You have to be creative with the way that you approach it because that's how humans function. We, after a while, we're going to get tired. We're going to get tired of something or we're going to get used to something and then we're going to want to move on to something next. That's just in our nature. So, you know, each person has to have their own time to themselves to be able to recollect, especially during this time. I think I've done a lot of recollecting. I've been thinking about all the crazy stuff that's happening. Uh, so everyone needs that time to be able to recoup, get their minds together. And I think that's probably the best solution for, for, for people. So, I know we're still talking about the, the single people and your your advice. Right. Um, so during this quarantine, obviously yeah. you're you're talking through apps. You're mm-hmm. you're not really seeing a lot of face to face. Do you recommend Zoom for like video chatting or do you like Skype or anything like that? And definitely, especially when it comes to family, friends. And strictly dating, you say that I know I was getting into dating. Give me a sec when it comes to dating, because I have a friend and I'm actually doing a uh, Zoom meeting with her tomorrow. What's that about? And it's going to be at uh, so the time of that, just for people that want to know, it's going to be at 6 30 p.m. tomorrow. Um, and it's going to be it's going to be a Zoom meeting basically at 6 30 p.m. tomorrow online. you know, the people we, it's going to probably have like 30 people in there that we had, we probably had 27 to 30 people in there last time. 
and we were just speaking. Um, if people are interested, I'm not sure Glenn can shoot this out to his friends just to let them know about the meeting information because you do need the room code and the password to be able to get in. Um, so it's all virtual. Um, but basically she was explaining um, how she goes on dates with guys. Basically what she says is obviously they can't meet in person. So she was giving me ideas of how they can develop a date. So how do you, how do you plan a dinner with somebody that you're, that you don't see face to face? So here's what you do. Here's what she told me. You get on Uber eats. You both order the same meal. One person delivers or one person pays for, it, or they can both pay for it. The meal that arrives around the same time you're on a zoom call. You both eat the meal at the same time and you both talk just the same as if you're sitting across from the other person. Or for an example, you're still on the zoom meeting. You both have iPhones, obviously iPhones. I'm, I'm an Android guy, whatever, but iPhones has iGames games or whatever that you can play at the same time. You guys can both play pool or you guys can both do trivia or whatever, or whatever game. And you guys can trash talk each other. You know, you know, you guys are right there so you can both see each other. So you can still like do activities. It's just that you're not face to face. And I thought that was cool because it kind of gives people a way to still have that fun and use online to the benefit, you know, to their benefit. That's good. Oh, yeah. have, you, have you ever tried to do the zoom and then like cook like each person kind of cook a meal? Kind you of could, thing? I mean, that's definitely something that you could do. I've only used zoom a total of three times so far in my life. So I'm still like, kind of like, you're a newbie at it. I'm still a newbie at it. Yeah, I kind of am getting it. Like for the most part, it probably takes. It's a little bit of a learning curve, especially because if you're a host, it, you you have like different privileges and stuff like that, and raising it, and it gets a little confusing. So, but with two people, yeah, you could definitely do that. Um, like each person has it because you can have Zoom on. You know, you can have it on your phones. Right. So you know, it, it works best through a laptop, but you could have it on your phone. So uh, let me ask you this. So uh, I know there's. We're probably gonna wrap this up in a bit. Um, how do people get in contact with you. I know you mentioned a little bit earlier, but do you have like a specific like site that you use? Is it like Instagram that you use a lot of? Do you use Twitter um, to ask you questions or comments or things that you would want to talk about in the future? Like, do you have anything? Well, the majority of where I post my stuff, even though I've kind of taken a break from it a little bit, but you can still find my past archive posts is Facebook. Um, obviously my first name is Jeremiah. Last name, I'll spell my first name for people who don't know, J-E-R-E-M-I-A-H, just like it is in the Bible, Bellinger, last name, B as in boy, E-L-L-I-N-G-E-R. So that's how I am on Facebook. Um, you know, I have a black hat on, if people want to know my profile, you know, I'm Phoenix, you know, it's easy to find me. Um, so I, I do, that's where I post most of my things and my dating advice to be able to give to people on a pretty consistent basis. I do have an Instagram. People can message me there because I do go on Instagram. I mostly check my messages and watch other people's contact on Instagram. But if you wanted to be able to get into contact with me there, my username is pretty just much my name in Hebrew. You know, there's a whole background of that. But anyways, it's Y-I-R-M-E-Y-A-H-U-23. So Yermiahu23 is where you can find me on uh, Instagram if you wanted to. Twitter, I don't really use uh, too much. I do have one, but I don't post literally anything on there. But Man, we got to get you an email. That would be perfect. You know, I do have an email. Uh, if you guys wanted to email me questions and, and different concerns that you, that you might have had about this time, um, I do have uh, two emails, but the ones that will, you know, you can get into contact with me the quickest 
is uh, my first name, Jeremiah, um, 2305 at gmail.com. Cool, cool. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. It's your world. I'm living in it. Me too. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So, t- right now, we're going to talk about what are your plans to do once quarantine's over? Whenever this shit's over with, uh, what's your what's your plan? Um, oh. I honestly, Jeremiah, I think I know where you're going with this, and I really, really want to say something. But you know what? I'm actually going to let you talk for once. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Glenn. You're so kind. Uh, let's see. So the first thing actually that I'm, that I really want to do is, um, because I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. I don't know when this is going to end. So let's say for example, it ends in June. I really want to be able to, (laughs) I really want to be able to fly home and actually see my family. Cause I was actually scheduled supposed to be seeing them in May. I actually never bought the ticket because I don't want to buy a ticket and then have to turn anyways. So I really want to go home and see them. That's going to be probably the very first thing that I do that pertains to my family is go home um, because my brother actually just made an announcement. They're having another baby that's going to be born soon. So I really want to see them and the kids. You know, uh, you technically can still go home. It's just a matter about I can. getting back. That's, that's just the whole thing. But they, my family has also said that I shouldn't go home right now because different states have different levels of quarantine. And, you know, I don't want to mess with that. So, yeah. Um, so wh- where is home, by the way? Home is, uh, I'll just say Seattle, so people know. Um, Seattle is where I was born. Um, my family, for people who are no no Washington, uh, my family is out in Puyallup right now, uh, Puyallup, Tacoma area. So, yeah, that's where they're from. Um, yeah, so that's one of the first things I want to do. Now, as far as here in Phoenix, obviously the first thing I'm going to do, my extroverted ass is gonna, probably going to go out to the club. I'm going to just be honest because... I told somebody I'm trying to take a jello shot off a girl or something on the bar, whatever. I'm going to get a little crazy that first night that they open up the clubs. Hey, this motherfucker going to go out the first weekend and get, get You know how they, you know how they, he's going to get COVID-19. It's going to be like, fuck. Whoever has been to Scottsdale, you know those girls that walk across the bar and they have like those, those, those can of those, you know, those bottles of fireball and they just pour them in your mouth for free. That's going to be me that first night. Yes. Hey, we want to get this man an Uber and something else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just keeping it real because I, I think like uh, probably a lot of people have the same idea. Probably a lot of people who don't really go out have that same idea. Just because people, you know, they want to, they've Damn. been cooped up for so long. All you motherfuckers don't catch COVID-19. But here's, a, here's the funny spike. part. You wanna, here's, a, here's, another, here's another thing that I think is going to happen, not necessarily to me, is there's going to be a lot of babies that are going to be born. Well, soon. that's already happening, but we know that's going to Because you put two people in the house for, together for some, some time. Shit just happens. I mean, baby making is going to be happening. That Found is really, breaks. that's how the baby boomers got here. I mean, so. Have a Juan Jr. out here. <laughs> yes, it's good. I think that's definitely going to be something that's going to happen. Um, obviously, everyone be safe out there. You know, you're, you're with your significant other for a long time. So, you know, if you're in a couple, this is for singles. But if you're in a couple, maybe you can share some light on that. Maybe what you're going to do once you, once this is over. Hmm. Um, personally, we'll probably just, uh, hang back and just chill kind of like normal. Um, maybe take a trip or two, but it's all about planning, honestly. So right now it's just about, um, saving. So I don't think we're going to do much. I don't think anything's going to change much once quarantine's over with. Uh, I'm a pretty boring guy for the most part. I don't really go out and do all the partying and stuff like that. I do like to travel. 
but I'm pretty sure a lot of people like to travel and people definition of traveling can mean multiple things. I mean, people like to do go international, like to go to do basically different um, cities and uh, countries and kind of do exploration, almost kind of like backpacking. And then you just have people that like to travel right. domestics to like some of the hot spots in the United States. So, I mean, people that travel, that's kind of like a very broad thing and it can mean a lot of different things, but that'd probably be one of the things I would do um, after quarantine. But that's got, a lot of that stuff is going to be kind of hard because there's going to be so many restrictions. So it's kind of almost like a wait and see type thing. So where are you stuff. going? Where am I going? I don't know. I don't know. You don't have one place in mind that you always wanted to go to? or I do have a to? place in mind, but I don't think they like black people there. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I want to go to Tokyo. I want, and I want to go to China, but China was trying to open up the new did, policy of did, where... Did I hear you right? You said you want to go where? China. Tokyo. Japan. Oh, like Trump said, China. That's where you want to go? Of course. Okay. All right. You're a brave man. I know. And considering that they they only give us... So in the last, say, 15 years, we give out a million um, visas here every year in the United States. They've only gave out 100,000 visas, and they okay. were looking at passing a new bill over there that will allow more people to attain uh, visa status and attain uh, citizenship. And the first thing these motherfuckers said, they didn't want no black people. They didn't want no brown people whatsoever. So it's kind of one of those things is I, I want to go there, and I kind of want to be a tourist, but also know they're going to look at me a certain way, and then also having a white girlfriend that's gonna bring more attention uh so it's kind of one of those things that i'm very wary of traveling uh to some places i really want to go to because of those things not that i don't want to do those things it's just i'm very scared of what could happen in those places that are they don't socially accept the things that we right. semi-socially right. accept here um other things that i i, I would want to do is just kind of just get out and just kind of just be outside, honestly. I do like to be outside. Um, the hiking, um, camping. I want to do skydiving. Uh, well, skydiving? Yeah. 50,000 feet? Isn't that how high it is? Somebody, is that how high you jump out of that plane? At least 30,000. 30, okay, maybe it's 30,000. I wouldn't lose too high there. I want to do bungee jumping. You know, jump off a bridge. Yeah. Is this like your bucket list? You already have a bucket <laughs> list formed? <laughs> If Man, you, you want to look at, if you want to look at that, aren't way, you under thirty five? You're right, but I mean, I'm just messing with I you. Like, man. You, you can have your fun. Hey, man, this is the guy who has a sports car with one mirror. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Talking about my bucket list. <laughs> okay. How's the okay? How's the Camaro? Going. How's the Camaro treating you? <laughs> you pick up any females lately? Hey, th this this isn't about me. Why are you trying to make this about me? <laughs> you hey, was answering the question, Glenn. I know, and I was giving you my answers. Okay. <laughs> Let's continue. So you said you wanted to bungee jump. Yeah, I want to do a lot of crazy stuff. I want to do a hot air balloon ride. Um, I want to go to the Alps. I want to go to Alaska cruise. Because I actually want to go. I want to actually... Honestly, like, I want to do the cruise, but I also want to spend uh, some time in Alaska. I don't think my girlfriend's really going for that shit, but I want to spend some time in in Alaska, kind of, like, tour. I think that would be cool. I want to go to Canada. 
I haven't been there in a long time. Especially I want to go to Vancouver. I hear really nice, and I know you you live close to there at one point in your life. Yeah, I've been there before. How is it? It's nice. I was there as a kid, so you know. Obviously, as a kid, it's a different experience. when you're an adult. You don't really pay attention to anything when you're as a kid. You just want to get McDonald's and and, and go to the theme park. That's basically what my mom took us to. So. Well, cool, cool. So, yep. I'm gonna do something new um, for this this segment. Because I actually might do, like, a part two of this. I think that would be kind of cool. Um, we're not done with this actual segment, but I want to actually just, if you want to send anything to unscripted underscore Phoenix, uh, just kind of give us some ideas or things that you might want to do once quarantine over. And maybe we could just kind of just go run through that list really quickly on the next uh, next episode. I think that would be kind of cool. Just kind of get people's ideas, you know. I know a lot of people are just kind of, like, have, like, things that they are – probably haven't thought about and this is probably one of the things i haven't thought about obviously because we just got started in it so it's kind of hard to really see um the end of it and it's also kind of like one of those things you say about the bucket list it's almost it's kind of like you are making your future list of things that you probably will want to do once this is over because i mean who wants honestly who really wants to be cooped up in the house all their lives i mean you know who who and when you are like you you think of all these things that you could be doing and that you will want to do, mm-hmm. that you probably haven't mm-hmm. done, that you really haven't mm-hmm. had time to think about. So, yeah, definitely. Um, I think uh, you know we mostly hit the you know the nail on the head with you know what we want to do when we uh, when we get out. So, hopefully, this comes soon. I'm, we're not, we we want to get out of this. You feel like Akon locked yes. up? Yes. Well, let me. It's gonna be my theme song once I get out. I'm be bumping that in my mirrorless Camaro. <laughs> well, I'll be it. Um, this is going to be episode four of Unscripted. I am your host, Glenn P. Today we had on uh, Jeremiah B. I appreciate him coming through, dropping some knowledge on dating and single people and um, quarantine, his uh, things he's going to do after he's uh, done quarantine. So uh, appreciate it. Appreciate you joining me next time.